0: Sport on RTE Radio One, and at twenty-two minutes to eight, let's go to Des Cahill for the sports news. Morning, Des. Morning, Mary. Remember a couple of mornings ago, we heard the bitter disappointment of Mona McSharry when she was and fifth in the one hundred final, but she's qualified she for has. another final today—the two hundred breaststroke final at the World Aquatics Championships in Doha. Now, it's not her strongest. Uh, event, the 100 she's not a big fan of the 200 but she's uh, qualified 7th fastest uh, from the two semi-finals so she will swim in one of the outside lanes that's considered a bit of a disadvantage because um the uh, the water displacement goes out towards the edge of the pool, etc. But uh, the race takes place at 10 to 5, and it would be great if she does well. We're going to hear from her later. She'd be looking to swim a time of 2 minutes 23.91 or better to qualify for the 200 metres in the Olympics. She's already secured her ticket to Paris in the 100 breaststroke. Now, another Irish woman in fine form is Leona Maguire. She had four birdies in the first eight holes this morning at the Saudi Ladies International in Riyadh. Great stuff. It brings her back to level par for the tournament because she was four over after round one. Patty Tivannikid of Thailand leads on 6-under. Rory McIlroy had a nightmare few minutes at the Genesis Invitational in California last night. He stood on the 15th tee, 2-under par, and he walked off the 16th green, 3-over par. That's five shots dropped in two holes, a double bogey and a triple bogey. He finished 3-over. He's 10 behind the leader, Patrick Cantlay, on 7-under. Seamus Power also 3-over. Tiger Woods is 1-over. Now it's a very big night on the domestic football calendar The opening round of games in the SSE Airtricity League Champions Shamrock Rovers host Dundalk in Talla. Rovers begin their quest for a magnificent five titles in a row Derry City should challenge again They're at home to Drada. Bohemians entertain Sligo Rovers Promoted Galway at home to St Pat's and Waterford play Shelburne. Well Tony O'Donoghue has been talking to Shamrock Rovers manager Stephen Bradley about their prospects. Yeah I think we're in good shape and um, we like the, the group that we have. We've recruited what we wanted to recruit and um, we've obviously retained what we wanted to retain and we feel it, it's a nice balance to the group this year it's fresh uh, it's young uh, it has different dynamics to what I had last year and uh, yeah, yeah I think we're in a good place right now. Five in a row is unprecedented. I mean, to equal a record of that great team of the 80s was something special. Um, But to go to five, that is a great target, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing to have ourselves in this position to try and get the next one, which is obviously five. Um, And that's going to be the target. We know it's going to be difficult. We know we're there to be shot at. We know everyone wants to take us down. And and that's what comes up being successful. So um, we're looking forward to that challenge as well. But look, we'll we'll take each week as it comes. and um, you understand and know what the voice could be at the end of it. That's Stephen Bradley. The first division games tonight, Athlone Town versus Wexford, Bray versus UCD, Cork City versus Kerry and Treaty United versus Cove Ramblers. Elsewhere, French captain Kylian Mbappé has told Paris Saint-Germain he'll leave the club at the end of the season. Roy Hodgson, the Crystal Palace manager, stable in hospital after taking ill at training yesterday. Tough story because it happened on a morning of intense speculation that he was about to be sacked and he took ill. He's 76 years of age. In rugby, the Guinness Six Nations takes a break this weekend so the focus is back on the United Rugby Championship the big match tomorrow afternoon when the league leaders Leinster take on second place Benetton at the RDS a sign of rugby's popularity at the moment as the game is almost a sellout. out Snyman meanwhile makes his first appearance of the season for Munster when they visit Scarlets tonight tomorrow Connacht go to Cardiff and Ulster are away to Ospreys the Irish men's hockey team play Indy this afternoon in Snooker Cork's Aaron Hill bowed out of the Welsh Open. He lost 4-1 to Fanji Guy in Clandudno. Mark Allen, though, advanced the quarterfinals with an easy win over Robbie Williams. Racing action this afternoon is at Dundalk, but most racing people will have their thoughts on uh, the Church of the Holy Trinity in Goresbridge in County Kilkenny today because the funeral takes place of Maureen Mullins, a woman in her 90s, who, to me, was one of the most remarkable women I met in Irish sport, never mind her own sport of horse racing, where she was the matriarch to a dynasty. Now, I know lots of people don't follow horse racing, but she was wife of Paddy Mullins, a great trainer. She'll possibly be most easily recognised by non-racing people as the mother to Willie Mullins, but of course she was obviously just as much a mother to Sandra, to George, to Tony and Tom. And her ten grandchildren then, include some of our brightest and best jockeys and young trainers. But one of her grandchildren, Patrick Mullins, has written a tribute to her in today's Racing Post. And the quality of it and the warmth of it just blew me away when well, I read it. You showed it. it to me earlier, it's yeah. fabulous. So just briefly, um, this is, I'm just reading a couple of excerpts from it. Tick-tock goes the clock. I'm standing in the living room in Dunninga. The lights are off. The fireplace is unlit, but the room is full of mourning. I never knew there was a clock in here, but I suppose you wouldn't hear it over conversation. I can hear it over my thoughts, though. The roof is low because the house is old. The couches sag because they're too old. The far one has groaned and creaked ever since I can remember. And when we'd all gather here in Deninga every Christmas Eve, we'd wonder who it would eventually give out under. My money was always on Emmett. I suppose it won't give out under anyone now. It was never quiet or cold when Granny was here. Conversation was her favourite pastime. We'd sit and listen and sip our tea and hear about people and places we didn't know. Only last year, after racing in Ace one day, I brought her out to the car park to do a few donuts on the gravel in a red Ford Mustang. We nearly knocked down Danny, but she didn't seem to mind. I told him to be careful, but he never listens. And when we screeched to a halt in a hail of dust, she laughed and said, oh, marvellous, can we go again? everything we did was always marvellous her favourite word and pronounced with three distinct syllables, she was never tired, never grumpy, never one for doing it tomorrow, the only thing she told us not to do was to marry you before we were 30, six of us have managed it but there's grave concern amongst us for David, he just gets so many offers she was always elegant, never a hair out of place, always interested and interesting from a different era yet moving around entirely comfortable in this one, she had a smile, a laugh and a twinkle of mischief in her eye right at the very the end. They don't make them like her anymore, if they ever did. Born in 1929, what a woman, what a lady. Wow! Isn't really it a fabulous beautiful. tribute from, from a, a grandson to his granny, uh, a great woman? Oh, it's, it's the warmth of it. I really suggest you read it. I don't know now will people hear it at the Mass today, but her funeral Mass is 12, but what a, a lovely way for her to be remembered. Maureen Mullins. A beautiful tribute. Thanks, Des.